Hello and welcome to the Southern Cross Stadium for round two action of the Australian Defence Force WNBL as we are moments away from the start of tonight's matchup between the Canberra Transact Capitals and the Christchurch Sirens. Should be an interesting game tonight. The first time the Christchurch side has visited Southern Cross Stadium to face the Capitals, but it is the return of a former champion capital in Donna Wilkins, Nee Lofthagen, and one girl that they all love to hate. Annika Kerr will make her return to the floor tonight. Michelle Hosking is joining me in commentary, and it's, well, just to see Annika Kerr up against the Caps again is worth the price of the ticket. Uh, Annika has a little bit of a history with the Capitals, as we all know. And look, she's, I mean, I haven't had a chance to see the Sirens players yet. I didn't get out to the game against the AIS last night. But I know one thing, knowing some of the players that they have in their group, they'll be fierce competitors. We've seen Donna go around uh, two seasons with the Capitals now, I think it was. And we've seen Annika playing in this league for quite a while. And Kate mckeekton Rusco, who played with the Bulleen Demons for a couple of years. So, you know, they've got some solid players with some experience in the WNBL, which is um, good for them to bring, particularly to the Southern Cross Stadium, which is renowned for atmosphere and a crowd that really gets into the game. So I'm sure the girls have been talking a bit to them about what it'll be like to play here tonight. They will be indeed. It should be an interesting game to say the least. Looking at the lineups, it'll be for the Christchurch side. Augustine, Purcell, Moore, Kerr, McKeegan, Rusco, Bates, Wilkins, Awkward and Kingy. One important out is... Wall Burton, who has had a injury. We'll hear more about that from the coach, Lee Gooding. For the Capitals, it'll be Godvind, Hurst, Sinclair, Bishop, and, of course, it's Benny, Abrams, Beatty, Lange. Oh, no, it won't be Lange this year, of course. Uh, Hayes and Bevilacqua. Uh, of course, Cunningham also added to that mix in the number six. Of course, uh, the Capitals making a welcome return to Southern Cross Stadium, Michelle. Yes, they are. And I know the girls really like to get out and play here. It's, um, you know, where, they, where the franchise are like, if you really, if you, if you want to put a word on it, the franchise was built in the early days with the Jackson and, and Graffenville and what have you. So they love coming back here. They love the atmosphere that's here. And um, I know that, you know, they also really want to see that sort of same atmosphere built at the AIS Arena. So they're hoping that people will get out there as well. Good crowd rolling in tonight for the game. I had a chance to talk to the two coaches as we hear from them now whilst the National Anthem will be playing in the background. Well, Gooding, after disappointment last night, you get to back it all up within 24 hours. How have the girls come together tonight? Yeah, good. Look, they're, they're looking forward to the game, actually, and um, I think that's the good thing about when you, you have a loss that you're a bit disappointed with. The good thing is it's only 24 hours before you play your next game, so... Um, just happens to be against one of the tougher teams in the league, but you know, at least you get to, um, you know, try and uh, turn it around from the night before and uh, can get straight back into it, which is a good thing for us because we haven't had too many games together, and the more games for us at the moment, the better. We talked about that 10, 10 day period that you've had your full squad last night. Yep. How. How much every day do you see this group improving, getting to know each other, getting to know, you know, where they yeah. like to get fed the ball and where they move on the court? Yeah, look, I think you can see that in day-to-day practice, you know. They're just, just more comfortable with the plays we're running and the defences we're doing and, 
you know, as you say, identifying with each other about who likes to get the ball where and what they can do. And, you know, you see a new thing every day from some of them. So there's still a long way to go in that and, you know, trying to get to know each other uh, to the point of what, you know, some of the Capitals players know each other. But um, you can definitely see improvement. And even from our first game, I think, last night, we were probably 10 15% better than we were in our first game. So it was a good sign to see us, uh, like, still be in the game at three-quarter time and... You know, we, we probably had a chance to um, to win the game at that point, but we obviously fell away pretty badly in the fourth quarter. Donna Lopagan's been quite sick since she's come back from England. Any of the other girls carrying sort of a, a fluey bug? Uh, no, no fluey bugs, but uh, Lisa Warbutton, our number 10 from last night, is on the end of the bench with a suspected fractured foot. So um, I think she'll be out for a few weeks. So we knew she didn't have a good ankle foot coming into it. Um, we thought we'd probably only get one game out of her and happened to be last night. And losing a bit of height is going to be uh, detrimental because you're not the tallest team in the league. No, we're not. We're not the uh, tallest team in the league. When you look down the other end and there's probably five girls as big as our tallest player, um, it's always going to be a battle for us, you know. Uh, but they're aware of that. And uh, we, we competed on the glass last night with the AS, who are you know, a fair bit bigger side than us. And uh, that'll be a goal tonight to make sure we compete rebound-wise uh, with these guys and, and hopefully do a good job on um, Beatty and um, Bishop. Well, all the best for that. Thanks very much. Well, Graffy, you uh, have had a look at the uh, sirens last night at the AAS. What did you think? Yeah, look, I think they're, you know, I mean, obviously they're a new group with a new coach and they're, they're finding their feet with some of their personnel, but um, look, I think they're going to be a better team and they're, you know, it's the start of the year and their record isn't showing that yet, but um, they've got some talent. You know, Lop Hagen's legit, McMeek and Rusko's legit. I think once their Americans find their feet a little bit more, you know, they're they're a good unit. Um, you know, I just, I just don't think they've got they got their rhythm yet as a group. It's interesting. Your team ravaged with the flu. Just Bibby sitting out another game. Yeah, it's um, you know, she came to shoot around today, but I said to her, mate, we don't want that anywhere near the group. She's just got, you know, she's literally been in bed for four days, so it's just not worth, um, you know, lowering that energy level. We just got to, you know, hope, hopefully she can get two practices in the game against India. And the rest of the group, I know Abs, Tully and also Nat Hurst have been suffering the effects along with yourself. Yeah, I think everyone's pretty good now. They are, you know, Abs had it the week before last, Tully last week. I think she's feeling pretty good now. And, you know, the rest of the group are pretty good. We're going to, you know, obviously limit Abby Bishop's minutes with her with her foot injury. But other than that, I think we're good to go. You've got a good height advantage here. Is that where you're going to try and get the game going, get the inside out? For you. Yeah, look, you know, that's, you know, our, our trademark is our size and our quicks, and we've got to expose both. You know, they've got a lot of undersized post players that are physical, but we've got to try and get deep catches in there to, to Bishop and Beatty and uh, Hayes coming off the bench in Cunningham, and then use our quicks. You know, this is their second game. We've got to really try and push tempo. All of Thanks, mate. So that was the two coaches there, Michelle. Uh, pretty much right to script, you would think. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Lee, Lee's right. His group hasn't been together very long, so they're still learning how to play with each other. And I think one of the things, Lee brings a great deal of experience to this group. He's been involved in basketball for many years. He's been part of an, an NBL program at the Western um, Sydney uh, Razorbacks, um, you know, involved with Nunawadding programs, Aldry and, and Newcastle development programs. So he'll know how to bring this group together. As the jump ball gets underway, Beatty gets a good hand on it over the top of Wilkins, knocks it, in fact, knocks it out of play. So it will be the Christchurch Sirens who get first use of it. McKeegan Russo gives it to Awkward now. Awkward goes to Augustine. Kerr and McMeekan Russo are the starting five with Wilkins. 
They are working it around. Gets it back to Awkward. Now to McKeegan Russo. Rusco goes back to Awkward, who's been cutting left and right. Gets a good chase from the free throw line, and they're on the board. Yeah, she looks pretty quick. You know, she's very explosive off that curl cut and pulled out with a nice, sweet J. It was indeed, and she's got plenty of springs too. As it's Bevelacqua, Hurst, Abrams, Bishop, and Beatty, the five for the Capitals. But the ball going out of play when Hurst tried to get it to Abs, just out of reach. Long ball up to the half, goes to Kerr, carries it down. Beatty goes out to her, then backs away. No, goes back again. Awkward, bounce pass over to Meek and Russo. Megan Russo back to Kerr, round the perimeter, now to Awkward again. Hurst watching her. Cutting baseline is Augustine, and a foul being called as the ball was just dropped over the top of Hurst that time into the hands of Wilkins, and it will be on Natalie Hurst. First personal foul. Well, that, the refs have set the pace. That was a fairly soft call, that one, so the girls will adjust to that and know that that's the way the game's going to be blown. Inbound ball long oh. from Awkward. Beatty slaps it away from Kerr, but Mameek and Russo on the half manages to keep it under control. Augustine gets the ball on the 45. Oh, Abrams is right up in her face that time. Goes to Kerr, hand off to Awkward. Awkward went left, goes right, pull up Jay from the baseline. It's Beatty who slaps it away, and it will be New Zealand, as it will be Christchurch who have the ball again. They lead 2 0 here in the opening minute and uh, 10 seconds of the game. Yeah, I mean, Christchurch have had the majority of possessions at the start of the game, so that's a good sign. Bishop gets a hand on the pass from Wilkins. It flies into Hurst's control. Hurst brings it down the floor, then kicks it backwards to the 45. Long bomb over the top, trying to find Beatty in the paint. Kerr gets in there and just slaps it over the baseline, and it'll be Caps ball just from need, the baseline. Just needed a little bit more air in that pass. Inbound ball to Beatty. She finds no obstruction to her progression to the basket. And it's all tied up two points apiece. That's obviously something the Capitals will want to exploit tonight. Real mismatch in the height. Awkward. Goes to McMeek and Rusco. Then to Kerr. Around the air to Augustine. Augustine gets a screen from Kerr. That gave her enough time to knock down a long range two. Had a toe on the line. Well, both the Americans have shown that they can find the basket. Yeah, they're looking quite sharp tonight. Beatty at the top of the arc, then goes out around the arc to Bevelacqua, inside to Bishop. It's just been tapped away by the Christchurch Sirens over the baseline, and it will be the Caps ball. Abrams to bring it back in. Goes to Hurst. Hurst had not... Oh, she's got an open look there. She faked the pass and then nailed the three. The crowd loved that. And the Caps are up by one, five, four. It's a good start for Nat. She top scored for the Capitals, I think, on Wednesday night against the AIS. So that'll... She's stroking it. She'll be feeling good. Yes, and... Uh, well, she's getting over that flu that she's been suffering for the last uh, week and a half. Add the ball in the hands of Augustine. Then to Wilkins, round the perimeter. Awkward, she's on the defence job sign here at Southern Cross Stadium. As Awkward just tries to take on Hurst. Oh, another turnaround jump shot on the buzzer from the left-hand elbow. Is good. 6-5, Christchurch lead. Bevelac were all the way. Nice slap. It was all ball two from Annika Kerr. It was indeed. And look, Awkward's looking pretty dynamic out there. She has great springs. I was watching that game last night with interest just to see. Hurst gets the inbound ball, drives the baseline, jacks something up there and is fouled in the process. I think Augustine will get her first personal foul. That's right. So Nat will go to the line and score in the easy way. What was the hand signal then? There's no, he went four twice, and that's only only 44 on the floor with Bevelacqua. <laughs> that's right, so it can't be even Bevelacqua. Not sure who that foul got registered on there. 
but Hurst makes the first. Um, I, it has to be Kerr, surely. Oh, it has to be Kerr is the only one out there. With a low enough number, there's no four on the floor. It's yeah. got me absolutely dumbfounded, that signal. As Kerr carries the ball up the floor, hands off to Wilkins at the half, who goes to Awkward in the transact circle. Back to Wilkins, then off to Kerr again. Kerr drives baseline, tries to reverse layup on Beattie, and Beattie has copped a hit in the eye. No surprises there. It was <laughs> Kerr and Beattie manning up on each other. Yeah, look, Tracy just really needed to stay on the ground and intimidate that, keep her behind the backboard, but instead she tried to uh, reach in and get that, and Annika did a good job of drawing the foul. I think she's lost her contact lens. I think that might be what the problem is. Yeah, she certainly got an elbow in the uh, in the head, in the side of the head. <laughs> yeah, for her troubles. <laughs> yeah, Annika Kerr's back in town. She makes the first of the free throws. And makes both. So it's out to an eight points to six game here around the baseline. Oh, Abrams lost control of the dribble. McMeek and Russo, Rusco, she just tapped the ball as it went over the baseline. The Caps get to reset. Beverly we're top of the key. Abrams left all alone, rattles in and out. Beattie was caught behind Wilkins that time. So Awkward's off to the races. Awkward now turns around, just looking for an opportunity here as drives right, then left, then back to the right again. Hurst watching it tight. Over the top, slapped away by Bishop as the pass is going in towards Wilkins, and Hurst off to the races. Hurst goes right side. Bevel Ackwood drives baseline, bumped by McMeek and Rusko, but she put her foot on the line. That's what the referees call. Yeah. It's interesting. I think that... Um you know, the Capitals, we've seen that Christchurch have gone into a zone a couple of times down the floor and whether they'll stay in that and make the Capitals rely on probably, you know, a bit more of their perimeter shooting to um, hurt them. So I think that's probably what will happen a bit tonight. Awkward. Brings the ball down the floor. Perhaps oh. a number of costly turnovers really running Hurst around tonight. Awkward. Got some great spring too when she's uh, putting those jump balls up or going for the rebounds. Augustine, four seconds left. She's going to have to jack something here on the buzzer. Can't bank it in, but oh, no surprises. Wilkinson, she left it, just tantalisingly bouncing on the back of the iron. It drops eventually. Yeah, you know Donna will go to the boards hard. She did a good job there. Oh, Abby Bishop was mugged in the paint. Nothing blown. Yes, Wilkins just holding it in the backcourt for a moment as they run the clock down. Hurst goes to her now to give her some pressure in that backcourt, but Awkward easily moving around the court, looking good at the moment. Oh, McMeekin Russo just tried to take on Bevel Aqua, but she was going nowhere. Had to get the pass off to Kerr. Back to Awkward again. Hurst goes to the ground, and it will be two shots to the Christchurch Sirens as they have managed to draw out the foul. That was great work. Hurst was trying, trying to get position, but she was always in motion then. Yeah, she was. I think one of the things that Christchurch, you know, they're doing a, a good job of getting scores at the moment, but they're really using up the clock a lot, and they're not looking comfortable like they're getting into any sort of offensive set. It's really been through the hands of Awkward or through the hands of uh, uh, Augustine. So I think they really need to think a, bit, a little bit about getting into whatever their offensive sets are going to be and make sure that they're getting people involved. Ten points to seven. The other problems the Capitals have right now is the foul count, you know. It's three, they've got three team fouls, five and a half minutes to go. You know, it's not 
not deadly at this stage, but you know, they certainly don't want to be in a position where they're putting uh, Christchurch sirens to the foul line. Awkward, making one from two there. So 11-7 ball game as Bevelacqua brings it down the floor. Benny has come into the game as we speak. Hurst taking a break. Hayes is on for Beatty as driving baseline was Abrams. Just kicked it into the paint there for Bishop and she gets her first points of the game. It was a nice dish there from Kelly. She made good penetration and found the open player on the, on the post. Oh, yeah, look. 11-9, awkward. Oh, gets away that time from Bevelacqua. Can't finish off. Hayes does the clean-up. Wilkins almost well, does get a hand as she was trying to pump the ball away. But Bevelacqua was good enough there. Great Bounce job. pass on the baseline. Benny drives it, but goes back to Bishop. And Bishop will nail him. She's four points for the game. That was just run us through that play again, Michelle. Yeah, look, I think again, it's, it's what's, what's starting to happen now is the Capitals' penetration is starting to open up some real holes in the Christchurch defence and we're finding players stepping into the holes that they're creating off the penetration. As it's all tied up, 11-all, awkward jump shot from about 12 feet. Eyes good. And it's 13-11. Benny loses the control of the ball and that will see it over the baseline. And we will have a we will have a, a ball turnover to the Christchurch Sirens. And uh, interesting fact for this Christchurch Sirens side, they cannot recruit an Australian player for three years of their existence. Hence the reason why they've got two Americans and, of course, a whole well, host of tall firms. Well, that's right. <laughs> As Augustine sets up on the 45, left-hand side, goes to Purcell, who's into the game now. Awkward, over the top to Augustine. Purcell on the left-hand low post, uh, has to do her own rebounding there. Is good enough to get it back and makes the two points. That was just a fundamental breakdown there. There was no box out on her. They really should have just nailed her on the box out. That's just basic. It is indeed. As it's 15 points to 11. Hayes now on the perimeter. Goes right side to Abrams. Bounce pass inside to Bishop. I thought Bishop travelled then. She gets an open look as she gets Kingy out. Uh, sorry, she gets Wilkins out of the way. And it isn't converted. Another turnover. And the Caps have to go back into D. Purcell on the wing. Right hand side. Back to Augustine. Who that turns into the paint <laughs> as Bishop and Wilkins. Bishop takes a hard hit onto the ground. Wilkins helps uh, her former teammate back to the floor. That's right. Abby's going out now. Look, I think she's had a better start. I didn't see the game on Wednesday night, but certainly compared to um, the previous game, she's certainly shooting the ball better than she did in her yeah. first game for the season. She said, That's a, good lot. To see. She said a lot on that uh, <laughs> Saturday night coverage with Simon and myself about her 1-10 performance the night before. <laughs> As Benny now goes oh. over to Abrams. Abrams lobs it over the top. It was too tall, even for Beatty. Late call as Wilkins and Benny Clyde going down the floor. And it will be a foul called against Benny. That will be her first. And it will be the fourth for the Capitals tonight. Yeah, I think, look, Christchurch have started this game well. I guess the thing that would probably be a bit of a concern for, for Lee would be the fact that all of his scoring is coming through essentially the one player. And they don't look like they're going to get anything much out of their offence at this point in time. So if the Caps find a way to counteract um, uh, Awkward, then, then, you know, they will really struggle. And I think they'll, she's very quick, she's very dynamic, but looks 
to me like she might not have a great left hand. So teams will start to read that. So they really need to start to get some sort of offensive stuff happening. For the Capitals, they just look a little bit rushed in what they're doing. You know, they just need to take, settle it down. Certainly want to be looking to push transition and get what they can, you know, out of the transition game. But when it's not there, you know, they, they can certainly take the time to grind away, get some inside-outside game going, look to get some penetration. And when they were getting dribble penetration, they were finding open players just sliding to the basket. So that's what they need to go back to. A good crowd in here at Southern Cross Stadium. This is the uh, Canberra Transact Capitals Basketball Network on sportradio.com.au. We hope you're enjoying the action as the Capitals are down by four here with two minutes and 48 seconds left to play in the first quarter. It's 15 to 11. Beatty Hayes, Benny Abrams and Bevelacqua return to the floor for the Capitals. It's Augustine Wilkins, Bates, who I thought had a pretty good game last night, McMeek and Russo and Purcell for the Sirens. Sirens get the ball into the hand of McMeek and Russo as oh, a hot pass to Bates gets a, or couldn't get away from Bevelacqua that time, even though Bevelacqua got caught out of position. Dumps it inside to Wilkins. Bevelacqua's called for the foul as Wilkins goes crashing to the ground, doesn't make the shot. And that's the 15th foul for the Caps, and we talked about that, you know, there's two and a half minutes to go in this quarter, so, you know, Christchurch really want to make the most of that. So I'm sure they'll be looking to, um, you know, isolate players and go one-on-one to the basket and see if they can draw some fouls. First personal foul on Abby Bishop as Wilkins will look to add to her two points for the evening. First one's all net. As, well, Wilkins knows these rings too because the year she played with Tom Ma, it was just about all the home games of the Caps were here. She makes the second and is up to four points for the game, 17 to 11. Christchurch have extended their Dean. They're going to a zone trap here which the Capitals have seemed to be breaking quite re- well at the moment, but I imagine they'll go back into a zone out of it as well, which they have, which the Capitals struggled against early on. Benny jacks the three. Yes, and uh, Bevelacqua slaps it away, just getting into the front court. It was Beatty doing the clean-up there. Gives it to Benny. Good to see Benny getting plenty of run time here. I guess they're going to have to go to her a lot more, although that time the pass was way wide. And Abrams her, Abrams wouldn't have got that if she was Tracy Beatty. No, she certainly wouldn't. And the Caps look unsettled against that zone, you know. I think... Caps don't like zone defences. They That's don't the like zone defences. They never have. And, and they always struggle a bit and ta- find it difficult to adjust. But, you know, there's some basic principles you can apply against any zone. They just have to go to that and it'll work. Benny sits down. Hurst comes back into the game. McMeekie and Russo on the left wing. Now has the ball. Looking around. Goes to the top of the arc. Wilkins, then right side is Bates. Oh, good cut by McMeek and Russo, but the ball hits the side of the backboard. Bevelacqua off to the races. She's bumped by two, but the points will count. Bevelacqua hits the ground. The game has started. The game has started, Craig. As we know, the game never starts until she's hit the floor. But that was just great. Um, you know, pushed the ball up really hard. Uh, had the defence in all sorts of troubles. Went hard to the basket, drew the foul and made the layup. What more could you ask for? First personal foul. Once again, couldn't quite work out who it was called on. I think it might have been Augustine that time. But uh, certainly I'm not getting good hand signals here. I hope the bench are reading it better than I. McMeek and Russo and Augustine look like they're going to sit down as Awkward, Kerr, Purcell and Wilkins are out there. Bonus is made by Bevelacqua who goes to three points now for the game. And it's 17-14 here with a minute 33 left to go in the 
quarter. Wilkins for three. Bang! She pulls the trigger, and Krista Hayes is going to have to realise that Wilkins does have a three-point game. She absolutely does, and she will take it any chance she can. Uh, great job. That was a really nice, you know, just a good ball reversal inside-outside phase. Hayes knocks down the point. Hayes now gets the Caps back to within four points as Christchurch set up again. Oh, Annika Kerr tries to just muscle her way through Beatty. Beatty was probably moving, but uh, Kerr had no love here. No, uh, Beatty had pretty good position there. Kerr was really just trying to force the foul. Hurst now inbounds, gets it to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua carries it up the left wing. Looks to set up now for the Capitals. Goes to Hurst. Hurst looking around, drives baseline, gets into the paint, but Wilkins strips her of the ball. It's all locked up. Purcell had her arm ripped out by Beatty that time. Christchurch managed to keep control of it. A long pass off to base, then to awkward, awkward, big jump shot from 18 feet. Off a big travel, Craig, which the refs didn't call, but, you know, look, she's looking. When she's got some open space, she certainly can knock down those shots. Hurst on the right hand, 45. Looks to the corner. Abrams is there. Kerr just pushed into Bishop. Last night they weren't calling those two-handed walk forwards as uh, as um, Dean Kinsman calls them. But tonight they've decided that they are going to go two hands in the back. He's going to be blown up. Hurst, Bevilacqua, backing it back, looking to the left, gives it to uh, gives it to Abrams. Bounce pass into Bishop, hitting the ground. Purcell and Abrams. Purcell has last touch. So, a new 24-second clock for the Caps. And Abrams brings it in in the front court. Handoff from Bishop. Abrams gets a good screen from Bishop and pulls the trigger. Three points to the captain to start her tally for the night. And it's 22-19. Quarter time here at the uh, Southern Cross Stadium. The Capitals leading 22-19. We'll take a break and be back with more on sportradio.com.au. Welcome back to sportradio.com.au. My mistake as we went to the break then, it is the Christchurch Sirens leading 22-19 and they would be especially buoyed by that result. Oh, they'd be really happy with, um, with that result. You know, they're playing um, with some great tenacity and, some, and especially defensively, you know, they're throwing their bodies around, they're picking up anything loose that they possibly can and they're really putting 110% effort in, which is really good to see. They still look like, you know, they're leading. They're obviously doing a good job offensively, but to me they just look like they don't have any real feel for each other in the offensive sets and that will come as, as time goes on. Um, and I guess the other thing that, that's happening out there for um, the Cats is that they too seem to just be going at a pace that they don't necessarily want to be running at. So they'll be talking in this time out about what they need to be doing against the zone, particularly that really disrupted uh, the Capitals and they struggled a bit against that. So, you know, it's not alarm bells yet. It's three points. It's first quarter. There's a long time to go in this game. Yes, and the, uh, the foul count uh, at the uh, break... Five to sorry, five to three uh, turnovers is six to the Capitals, three to New Zealand, uh, and steals two to New Christchurch and one to the Capitals. Shooting percentages: fifty-eight point three for the Capitals, fifty-seven point one for Christchurch. 
got to be careful. I was, I was uh, giving John Keo a hard time last night on the AIS network, and we do have to apologise for the loss of that second half. In what was a very exciting game, the AIS getting a win last night over the uh, Christchurch Sirens, 82 to 67. Kayla Francis breaking a long-standing record in the uh, Australian Defence Force WNBL, breaking the record of uh, Holly Grimer and Lauren Jackson when she made tw- 20, no, she made 19 defensive rebounds and 23 a total, a club record for the AIS. Back with the start of the second quarter and it is New Zealand, it's Christchurch with the ball, but they turn it over. Bevilacqua starting with a nice deal, but Bates reaching in, just taking that, uh, just taking the forearm of Bevilacqua, and that will be her first personal foul. So Bates will have to be careful here. Hurst into the corner, finds Abrams, who then comes out over the top. This time, Kerr, uh, sorry, this time Purcell reaching over the top is called for the foul. She was uh, quite, uh, well, you don't want to say awkward in this team because there's a player <laughs> no, name. Right. But Purcell gets her first. Yeah. first and, and again, that, that uh, came off of the fact that Kelly Abrams put the ball on the floor and penetrated against the defence and found Tracy on the roll. Hurst for three. She just can't quite make the second. Abrams does a good job there. Uh, sorry, Bishop does a good job there to pick up the rebound. Bevilacqua goes back to her. She jacks it up again as uh, Bishop, trying to get the rebound, falls into the hands of Augustine and Augustine just settles it down, gives it to Kerr, who gives it off to Awkward. It's Awkward Bates, Kerr, Purcell and Augustine. Foul on Bevilacqua. No, sorry, foul on uh, Awkward that time, going against the offensive player. Yeah, look, they're just taking too long to get the ball over the half there and, and you know... Really, I think they need to get the ball out of the hands a little bit more and put it through some sets of hands to get their offensive set going. Well, just uh, they're not real sure about each other no, at this stage. Beatty gets the ball inbound, two hands on the back, and that is going to be a second personal foul for Bates. This is the start that Christchurch wanted. They've wrecked up three team fouls and there's only a minute gone in the quarter, so they'll need to be really careful. They have to play physically, de- physical defence to match the size and the speed but they really need to be careful about it. Do indeed. Inbound ball goes to Abrams, then to Bevelacqua around the arc. Hurst over the top to Bishop. Bishop backing in, to, not quite to the paint. Outlet to Bevelacqua. Now to Abrams, left-hand side. She jacks up a three. Beatty controls the rebound. Gives it to Hurst down on the uh, low post, who backs it out, gives it to Bevelacqua. Inside, Bishop. Hand off to Bevelacqua. Loud uh. doesn't drop. No, it was good offensive play, but just couldn't make the layup on that occasion. Awkward brings it down, gives it to Bates. Bang! She pulls the trigger. It was a long-range two. They're not shy, are they? They'll take any opportunity that comes their way. I guess they've got to. It transitions down the other end, and uh, Bishop just too good in the paint. Oh, sorry, Abrams too good in the paint. I was adding the score up. <laughs> <laughs> Abrams now moves to five points for the game. And it's 24-21. Christchurch still leading as an air ball. Kerr manages to keep it in, but only slaps it as far as Abrams. Abrams over the top. Bishop puts it in this time. Yeah, look, the Capitals are really starting to get some momentum going their way. I'm not sure what the Christchurch coach will do, but he needs to do something different just to slow down the momentum of the Caps. And here they come, the subs. 
Yeah, the subs will be two of their starters in Wilkins and McMeek and Rusco. As Kerr, Kerr wrong foot, Speedy tries to drive in over the top and this time Beattie will be called for the foul. One point ball game, 24-23, 7 minutes and 32 seconds left to go in the half. Benny comes back out now for Bevelacqua. So an interesting change there, Bevelacqua. Got a bit of a surprise to see she was getting subbed for Benny then. <laughs> I actually think Abrams has already gone off the oh, floor, Craig. Yeah, okay. Abrams has gone off the floor. The so way Benny walked on, I thought she was subbing <laughs> for Bevelacqua. Yeah. Look, Alika Kerr's done a good job. She's used her body really well against Tracy to draw a couple of fouls. She just missed that first foul shot. That's, you know, something you need to make sure that you actually if you do the hard work. You want to convert the opportunity that you create. Oh, second one's off the back of the iron too. No boxing out from Christchurch. So Beatty and Hurst working in the front court. Bevel Aqua had all day to take the three-point shot. She doesn't take it. Over the top of Benny. Benny goes inside to Bishop, outside to Hurst. Hurst, oh, rattles off the iron. And Hurst had been shooting electrically from the three-point arc. Tonight has missed a couple after making her first. She has, she has. But, you know, it's an open shot. It's a good look. You've got to take it when it comes your way. Eventually they'll drop. <laughs> That's yeah. the philosophy. That's Ask it. any shooter, Craig. <laughs> As, oh, oh, Bevel Aqua gets in the way of McMeek and Rusko and gets the steal, but the pass... Well, I don't know whether it was meant for Beatty or Benny, but the turnover has resulted. Dumping in from Wilkinson. It was Augustine. Wilkinson was on a hard flash cut. She got the ball just up in time because that was close to a travel. It was very close. But, yeah, no, good running from Donna Wilkins, and, you know, Augustine did a good job of finding her. Oh, it's 26 plays 23 as the Caps have, well, a foul against Abby Bishop will be her first personal foul and a timeout being called here at the Southern Cross Stadium where we see the Capitals trailing by three, 26-23. That foul then, what, what was going on there? Because they just showed a chopping foul in the action. I didn't see what she did though. Yeah, look, it was just a case of Donna got a really hard, strong rebound and she um, pulled it down hard, protected the ball well and Abby just put her hands in there to reach and try and remove the ball. And uh, Donna's too smart. She knows how to look after it in that situation. The game's getting physical out there. You know, there's a few bodies going around. The girls are going hard at it. A little bit of emotion coming into it. So it's good to see that um, the girls are giving it everything they've got. There's a lot on the line tonight. You know, the Capitals... They certainly want to come away with the win tonight. They've got a big couple of weeks coming up. You know, they've got Sydney on Wednesday night, followed by 10 or 12 days in Russia and then back to the league. So they'll want to come off of this game, um, you know, unscathed, if you like, and, and, and just get through the next couple of weeks. Two big uh, additions to the Capitals going into the World Club Challenge is from the AIS... Kayla Francis, who had uh, that big night last night, and Mariana Tolo. So certainly gaining some height, but for the AS, they're off to Melbourne, and they're got Melbourne and Bendigo, in fact, and they're going to lose two of their important post players. And once you get past Mariana Tolo and Kayla Francis, there's not a lot of height in that AAS side. Absolutely. So the AS will be doing it hard next week as Wilkins goes to Augustine. Augustine, McMeekin, Rusko, but Augustine doesn't need anyone else. From the right-hand elbow, she puts it in for two. She does, and they're doing a lot of damage, the two Americans, for uh, 
the uh, Christchurch Sirens. 28-23, the Capitals trailing at the moment as Bishop backs into the paint. Just tries a little hooky there. Hayes is out there. Bishop hits the ground. Awkward, gets the rebound, goes to Augustine. Augustine takes on Benny, but Benny had position yeah, and a charge. Great defence from Michaela Benny then. She really just read where that... Read it well and, you know, kept her body in position and kept the hands out, so it was a great job. And the turnover is affected as the second personal foul now for Augustine. As Hurst carries the ball up the floor, Benny now has it just on the right-hand side of the arc. Goes to Bevel Aqua for three, off the iron. Hayes tries to get the rebound. It's going into the hands of Augustine, who gives it to McMeek and Rusko, who then goes to Awkward on the 45. Bevel Aqua gets into the face of Awkward, and Awkward hits the ground as the shot doesn't drop. She'll shoot. I think she was just inside the arc there, so yeah. she'll still shoot for two. Bevel Aqua, second personal foul. And, you know, you could almost read Tully's face there. She said, I'm not going to let you get an open one here and, and make sure that she fouled her and fouled her reasonably hard and wasn't able to convert it. Put her on the line and make her earn them. Well, she and makes she both. <laughs> 10, 11 points for the game now from Ashley Awkward. So, a good start for her. Pete Sinclair's coming into the game and Michelle, uh, Michaela Benny's having a, a rest. Interesting. I spoke to... Uh, Awkward last night, and she uh, was quite surprised about the physicality. As Hurst goes to Sinclair, Sinclair bounce pass, trying to get inside to Hayes. Wilkins manages to cut it off, and it will be the Caps ball. Uh, it will be Christchurch ball. Bounce pass on the 45 goes to Augustine. Augustine looking to take on Sinclair, shoots over the top, just pushed into Sinclair, back back, and the fading jump shot then was good. As Hurst. Carries it all the way down but can't finish the layup. Wilkins with the rebound. Yeah, Augustine seems to know how to make space for herself, which is really good because she's, you know, penetrates hard and if the defense is able to cover it, she's got a nice little step back. 32 plays, 23. The Caps need to find some scoring here as Awkward has the ball in the left corner. Awkward works around the perimeter, goes inside to Kerr, who jacks it up around the side of Bishop that time, and it's a 34-23 ball game. Timeout called by Kerry Graff. Yeah, she really nailed that one on the desk. She was in the paint a long time, but it didn't seem to matter. And again, the Capitals really, you know, they, they had the uh, Christchurch sirens down to the wire on that shot clock. So, um, you know, it's, it's, sirens are looking good here. You know, the 11 point ball game. Yeah, the Caps just don't seem to be able to break them. So they'll be really, sirens will be really happy with this performance. They're doing a very good job. I said at the start of the game that they looked like they really weren't getting any sort of, you know, um, team game happening offensively. And to a large degree, they're still not. But, you know, they're getting the, they're nailing the baskets when they need to, and that's what matters. That is the most important part of the game, is making sure you convert when you have that opportunity. And they've created a lot of extra looks. And at the moment, both teams sitting on four fouls for the quarter. So it's... Uh, it's an important thing to remember that we saw uh, Wilkins foul out last night. Well, at the moment, she's yet to register a foul. So <laughs> it'll be important that they That's don't some kind lose. of record for Donna? <laughs> I don't know. She, I, I don't remember fouling out too many times in the uh, in a Capitals career. Uh, although, I'm saying that, I remember this game down at Dandenong where uh, there was a lot of fouls called that night. 
Yes, so uh, right. quite possibly she has fouled out before, but uh, it, uh, well, it certainly was not what she wanted to do last night no. coming down to the stretch. Returning to the floor, Abrams will have the ball from the baseline. It's Bevilacqua, Hayes, Sinclair and Beattie. For the Christchurch Sirens, it's McMeek and Russo, Kerr, Augustine, awkward as, well, McMeek and Rusco is unhappily being given the foul. That is her first personal and it is the fifth of the quarter for Christchurch. Yeah, and the Capitals are in the situation that uh, 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 Christchurch were in earlier. Better situation, in fact, because it's four minutes and 26 seconds they've got to go without giving away a foul or giving away a a defensive foul. Yeah, so they they really need, Capitals need to think about that and look to go inside when they can and look to make some good penetration, which is where they were getting some opportunities earlier on in the last quarter. Back to a nine-point ball game as, oh, bring the ball down the floor, McMeek and Rusko to shot doesn't drop. Kerr almost had the rebound. It falls away. Air ball put up by Augustine, who then manages to chase down her own ball, gives it back to Awkward, and you and Christchurch will reset up the play. Got to stop calling New Zealand in the show. <laughs> really, it's getting uh, beyond a joke from me. Caps have changed up their defence. They've gone into a zone here. McKeegan oh. Rusko breaks it open with a nice three. Yes, well, that's the risk, and that's her first points for the game on my score sheet too. Meek and Rusko as she did uh, a lot of hard work last night. At the other end the Caps can't convert. 37 plays 25 as Christchurch go to work again this time awkward jump shot from the left hand elbow is left short and the Caps will come up with it. They really have to settle it down, run through some sets and try and get that inside out game going. Inside to Hayes but it's not really inside. Hayes she just uh, tried to get the cutting Bevel Aqua, but Bevel Aqua moved about light speed <laughs> and the right. ball went back behind her and another turnover. The Capitals looking at sea at the moment. Oh. Coach Kerry Graff is up on the uh, court side just hollering out the instructions and as you heard from the interview at the beginning of the game, she is not in the best of health. No, and the Capitals don't look good at, in, in good form at all, oh. do they? No one went to Purcell. She puts up the shot. It doesn't fall. Beattie brings down the rebound. Gives it to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua takes it down the floor. Looking to take on McMeek and Rusko. But no. Goes out to Sinclair. Inside to Hayes. Outside to uh, uh, to, uh, Abrams. Abrams goes inside to Beattie. Outside. The ball gets stolen again. And Christchurch carry it down the floor. Taking a time to get back up it is Donna Wilkins. And Wilkins... Just looking a bit ginger when she was getting pulled up that time. Looks like she's hurt her elbow. I think it's the elbow. I think she's fallen on her elbow there, and that always hurts. There's nothing funny about that. It's a left-hand elbow. She's a right-hand shooter from mine, so (laughs) it's not the end of the world. But to the Caps, they're now in the bonus as well. That's right. You know, in a minute and a half, two minutes is gone, and she Wilkins is looking extremely sore. She's uh, like uh, she's got a hit a funny bone there, the way she's carrying that and flexing it now. Oh, she misses both. Beattie does the clean-up off the ring. Abrams carries... Uh, sorry. Oh, dear. Aqua carries down the floor. Abrams sets up in the right corner, is what I was trying to say. As Aqua drives in, McMeek and Rusko now has a third personal. That's right, and importantly... Oh, sorry, it might be a second. And uh, Aqua will go to the line on this in dead time, which is good for the Capitals. Yeah, they need to close up on a 12-point disadvantage. 
as Donna Wilkins is uh, putting the ice onto that elbow now and it's not as funny as they uh, <laughs> normally call it. Sinclair sits down as Bishop heads back out onto the floor. Bevilacqua at the line again oh. doesn't convert. Been poor shooting from the line tonight, Craig. Generally, the both the Capitals and and Christchurch have missed quite a few from the line. And there's one thing you want to do is you want to make those shots. They don't come any easier. Six points tonight for Bevilacqua as the ball travels quickly down the floor. Purcell all by herself can't get the three-point shot to drop. McMeek and Russo ball rejected by Bevilacqua. Uh, sorry, by uh, Abrams. And but the put-in was good from Bates. And Bates now will need four points for the game. As a cross-court ball, Bevilacqua goes inside to Beattie. Beattie fading away, goes backwards to Bishop. Bishop then comes back, Hurst, Abrams, Hurst again, cut flash into the paint, and Hurst gets another two. That was good ball movement against that zone, and then they found the penetration and the conversion. Inside, outside, and got good reversal, so that's what they need to continue to do against it. 28-39, Purcell round the arc to Bates, who almost left the ball behind. Wilkins, I think, wants to have a quick chat with the doctor here as she's got that ice pack on her elbow off court as McMeek and Russo nails a three right from the top of the arc. They're staying in this game. They're not letting the Cats make any uh, inroads into the lead at all. As into the corner, Hurst over the top to Beattie. Beattie trying to turn in the paint. That was a travel as she just had two players trying to box her. Rather than kicking it out, when you've got a two-on-one, that means someone on the floor is not guarded. Unfortunately, she tried to do it all herself rather than kick it out and try and find the mismatch. That's right. She just needed to, you know, the feed. She drew the players, which is exactly what, she, what you hope happens, and you just find the open player and create the opportunity off of that. As a 14-point ball game, 42-28 is the score with a minute 19 left. Just coming out onto the floor is Moore. Bates now. Working around, Abrams oh, just doing good defensive work, but Bates eventually gets it to McMeek and Rusko. McMeek and Rusko has it stripped by Bevilacqua, but carries it around, gives it to Moore for three on the shot clock. It hits the ring. Kingy's out there as well, just quietly, as Hurst gives it to Bishop Betts. Great back. job. Hurst drives it to the basket, and Natalie Hurst, well, she just has so much leg speed and agility, that is what we want to see from the Capitals. Yeah, she just stood her up, good hesitation, dribble and blew by her. As the crowd starting to get behind the Capitals, Purcell goes to Bates on the 45. Bates trying to take on Abrams. Oh, gets a good screen from Kingy, dumps it off to Purcell. Purcell hits the back of the iron. Hurst kicks it long, goes to Bishop. Bishop gets bumped by Purcell. Purcell kicking the signage at the end of the ground, but it looked like it was a fair call. She just went shoulder to shoulder with Bishop there, and it was a, it was a bump. If it was AFL football, it was just bumping man on man. Oh, well, they've actually called it an unsportsmanlike foul, so they'll also get possession back off of the shots here. Wasn't a lot of intent to play the ball on that one, so that's why they've called that unsportsmanlike. Purcell just saying to the CAP supporter group, which is behind the bench, bring it on. He was just... <laughs> She's you know. waving over there as Bishop will take to the first of the two. Abby Bishop, three points at the moment for the term. 
and seven for the game. She makes both. Eight points for the game now for Abby Bishop. And that, that shows, I guess, in some ways the inexperience of this Sirens team because, you know, going over and having a go at the crowd doesn't do a whole lot to... to um, oh, yeah, cheese them up. It gets them here next time. But, you know, where's your focus as a player? <laughs> That's my, You know, you want to be focused on what you're doing on the floor and not get involved in that sort of stuff. But anyway, that's yes. my view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, former coach, of coach. The, <laughs> former coach of the Canberra Transact Capitals, <laughs> Michelle Hocking. So, Abrams brings it into the backcourt now to Hurst as the Caps get possession back again. Hurst and Moore, well, they're a, a, an interesting matchup. Height-wise, they're very similar. As Moore gets a screen from Beatty, drives around to the baseline, shot doesn't drop, but she's knocked over by Kingy, and that will be the uh, first personal foul on Kingy tonight, but it also sends Hurst to the line. Yeah, look, you know, the, we've got six and a half seconds to go, assuming Nat knocks both these down, which she normally does. Uh, you know, the sirens potentially going into the change rooms with still a 10-point lead. They'll be really, really pleased with that. Leading scorer on the floor for the Capitals, again, is Natalie Hurst. She's reveling this starting role that she's getting with uh, her very good friend in uh, Jess Bibby not being on the court, uh, not being fit to play. That's right. You know, it's an opportunity Nat's been looking for. She was saying earlier today, actually, that she, she likes to come off the bench because she can come in and really provide oh. some punch. Um, on the buzzer, the inbound ball from the back court hits the back of the iron but doesn't fall in for Tully Bevilacqua. Sorry, you were saying. Oh, no, I was just saying that Nat was saying earlier in the day that she enjoys coming off of the bench and being able to provide some real punch to the to the Capitals lineup. You know, it's something that you can pull off. You know, it's another string to the bow for Carrie Graff. So it's been a bit of an adjustment for her to go into the starting group, but she's done pretty well when you look at what she's done in the last week or so. Yes, she has. 11 points for Hurst, 8 points for Bishop and 6 points for Bevelac were the leading scorers for the Canberra Transact Capitals. For the Christchurch Sirens, it's awkward with 11. 9 for Wilkins, who has got a bit of concern on that elbow. Then it's down to 6 points apiece for McMeekin, Rusco and Augustine. So, yes. at halftime, an 8-point ball game, 42 to 34. This is the Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network on sportradio.com.au. We'll take a break and be back with all the second half action in a few moments. Welcome back to the second half of the Canberra Transact Capitals up against the Christchurch Sirens. At halftime, it is the Christchurch Sirens leading 42-34. to 34. Michelle Hocking, Craig Ravel calling all the action in Australian Defence Force WNBL. Michelle looking at the stats here at half time and Christchurch shooting percentage at 51 is what is really the difference between these two teams. Absolutely, they're shooting at 51% from the field which is pretty good in any uh, one's book. But Ashley Awkward had 9 at the quarter and she's got 11 at the half so the Capitals were able to slow her down considerably in that uh, second quarter. Uh, and the other thing that's happened here is that the Capitals whilst they haven't uh, necessarily slowed down their turnover rate, the New Zealand, sorry the Christchurch Sirens have actually um, thrown a few more turnovers in that quarter and that comes down to better defence from, 
from the Canberra Transact Capitals. Donna Wilkinson's returning to the floor with a very heavily bandaged left elbow. And, uh, well, she took a heavy fall in that second quarter. Yeah, she did, and she didn't look comfortable at all. I know that the uh, Canberra doctor had a look at her elbow, and I assume that he's, he's done the strapping and made sure that he thinks that she's okay to go back out there. And hopefully we will see her on the floor because she's, you know, been doing a little bit of scoring for them as well. She's got nine at the half break, so um, and was looking a little bit dangerous, both on the board and defensively as well. And uh, she's just talking to Coach Lee Gooding at the moment. I don't think she's going to go back out there. She's not warming up at the moment. Yeah. And she was sort of indicating that she'd find it very hard to uh, do any sort of defensive rebounding, which, of course, her trademark That's is right. That's what rebounding. For, yeah. Although she did lead the Capitals for three-point shots. <laughs> I think she made the required five from five back in that... Uh, what was that year now? 2003, 2004? Two. Or 2004, 2005 it was. It would have been like yeah. 405, yeah. yeah. So but Capitals are spreading the scoring around a bit. You've got Natalie Hurst with 11, Abby Bishop with 8, uh, Kelly Abrams has got 5, and, you know, uh, Tully's got 6, and then there's a few of them with, you know, 2 or 4 points as well. So um, they're spreading their scoring around, uh, which is exactly what they need to do. Foul count is interesting, though. Hurst has 2. They were both in the first quarter. Also on 2 is Abby Bishop, as, along with... Uh, along with um, uh, Tracy Beattie and Tully Bevilacqua. So that's some, some concern for the Canberra Transact Capitals. Not as bad as, of course, it could be, where we have seen regularly uh, Abby and Tracy both up with three at the half. So two at the half isn't the end of the world, is it? No, no, it's not. And I guess that reflects a little bit where most of the scoring from the Christchurch Sirens has been coming, and that's been sort of perimeter range. They haven't got a lot inside, um, except where they've picked up some offensive boards. They've been doing quite well on the offensive boards against the Caps, um, but most of their scoring has really been coming from the perimeter. Yes. 14 to 19, the rebound count, and uh, I think that has been the difference in the defensive rebounds. 12 to 10 and 7 to 4 in the offensive court. They've been getting those second-chance points. Nine for the Sirens, none for the Capitals. Yeah, that's right. And you know, looking, just having a quick look at the free throw percentage, you know, the Sirens have only shot at 58%, 7 from 12 from the free throw, whereas the Cats are 10 from 11. So, uh, you know, they could really help themselves out if they knock a few more of those foul shots down. I'm just trying to uh, get my stats up to date for uh, all the uh, foul count of that second quarter because uh, I seem to be... I don't know, I seem to be good now. I'm probably one short, but it doesn't matter. As the third term gets under the way, the Caps will have first use of it, and it is in the hands of Bevilacqua. Hurst, Beattie, and also, oh, the ball hits Natalie Hurst in the back as it was trying to go outside to Bishop, and again, the Capitals turning over that ball without a score. Awkward. Not quite the start they wanted. No, awkward McMeekin, Rusko, uh, Kerr, Wilkins is out there, and also Augustine. So, so much for my, she won't play again. <laughs> She's starting the uh, second half. Well, it is the Capitals having to do the defence. Augustine with a nice little jump shot just from the left-hand elbow is not counted as she had charged. That's right. Kelly Abrams had good defence there, good position, and 
Augustine just went straight through. It's interesting, as the game goes on, I think the Capitals are starting to read, particularly the two imports, a little bit better and starting to shut them down. Augustine, that's her third personal foul for the uh, game. A, it's inside, outside between Bevel Aqua. Uh, Bishop for three makes the shot. Not renowned from that range, but it's good to see her taking them. So knocks it down. That helps the Capitals' cause. They're down by five now. Yes, Abby Bishop, 11 points of the game. Now equal high with Natalie Hurst. Oh, Wilkins has to pull one in, testing that elbow. Goes on to Awkward. Awkward. Big spring as she had a flash cut to the basket. Augustine does the rebounding. And Wilkins just going to look like she's going to play a slightly different role here. She won't be the primary offensive rebounder. Augustine, awkward, they're sharing it amongst themselves. Awkward goes on herself. Hurst has a hand on the ball, but Hurst is being called for the foul. Yeah, Drew Mead, oh, sorry, Peter White, that right that one was, who decided that that wasn't clean, so uh, she'll go to the foul line. You know, whether it was or not, the reality is you put your hands in and nine times out of ten the ref's going to blow it, so get your body in the Bevelacqua thought it was called on her because she had a hand on the ball first. Once the player had got past it, though, she pulled it away, yeah. and then Nat Hurst went to it, but obviously Nat got a piece of hand or something. Yeah. Now, uh, she missed that first one. It's not good shooting from the line. Awkward's not being great from that free throw line either there, Michelle. No, she, she only made one from two this time. She goes to 12 points of the game. Bishop now on the left lane, backs into the paint, tries to go to Abrams, it's touched away. Bishop goes back after it. Augustine, well, knocks Bishop to the ground. That was good work by Augustine because she's not as, uh, as strong as Abby Bishop. But to knock Bishop down, Wilkins tries to get the rebound that time. She does so, jacks it back up. It doesn't fall. Bishop comes up with the ball, gives it to Hurst. Hurst tries to take on McMeek and Rusko. And Rusko's been called for the worst foul call of the year. Rusko had solid feet on the ground. Her cylinder wasn't moving. Hurst crashes into her, and they're going to get one back here, the Caps. Yeah, it's probably a no call if it was anything, so unfortunately, they don't always get it right, those referees. Well, I didn't like that call at all, <laughs> but the Caps have possession. Bounce pass, kicked away by Anika Kerr. Is it Anika or Anika? Doesn't I thought it was Anika, but who knows? Anika Kerr, yeah. Abrams goes in, gives it to Bishop who fakes, goes outside to Abrams for three. And Augustine has Beattie slap her hand to knock the ball over the baseline. And, well, the uh, refs have decided that it was off Beattie. Awkward, gets the ball. Oh, bouncing it a long way across court, getting away from Hurst. But Hurst, like a terrier, back onto her heels. 43-37, pass is wild. And McNick and Rusko can't take it. So the ball's out over the sideline. Yeah. Caps take possession. Capitals defence has stepped it up a little bit and it's just disrupting the sirens. So Abrams has a chance, drives baseline, gets it outside to Bevelacqua. I'd like to see Bevelacqua start taking some of them. Hurst goes back over to Bevelacqua again, inside to Beattie, outside to Bevelacqua. This time she goes for three. It's off the back of the iron, but Bishop's there to rebound. Good strong rebound back. there from Abby Bishop. Inside to Beatty, high post, left-hand side. The pass is too hot, but Hurst manages to just dance on the half-court. Oh, backcourt violation in the end called, yeah. and we will see. 
the Caps turning it over. 43-37, 7 minutes 16 left to go in this third term. Awkward's taking a break and they've brought in uh, Bates back into the game. Had a good one last night for them apparently, Craig. Yes, she did. Kerr round to Bates now. Bates being watched by Hurst. There's a little bit of a height mismatch there and certainly in body size. Wilkins tries to take it all the way. Annika Kerr crashes into Bishop and that will be a foul against Kerr. I make that her third personal foul. Annika Kerr. Certainly. Uh, no, it won't. It'll be her second. Yeah. And that's the third team foul for the um, Sirens and, you know, seven minutes to go in the quarter. If they keep up, you know, if the physical nature of their play, then they might be in a similar situation to they were in the last Six-point ball game. Beattie gets it on the right lane. Goes outside to Bevilacqua. Oh, Abrams just couldn't get the bounce pass right. Bishop, in the end, has just bumped into Augustine. Now, interestingly, Bishop might not be going to Russia too, uh, Michelle. Uh, they're concerned that she is uh, carrying a foot injury that they don't want to uh, aggravate whilst they're away. Yeah, my understanding is she isn't going, so... Um you know, and why would you take her? Quite honestly, you know, give her some rest and let her recover. And She's had a hectic, season. hectic off-season. Absolutely. Oh, Bates goes inside now to Wilkins, who goes in the paint up against the former teammate in Bishop. Doesn't get the shot, but McMeekin Rusko does the rebounding, and Bates will settle it down again. Goes to Augustine. Abrams. Abrams' defence has just lifted another level lately. She is really... Uh, aqua like in the ferocity at the player. Bishop will come up with a steal as Kerr couldn't get the pass. Bishop gives it off to Abrams. Abrams going, uh, sorry, Hurst going back to Bishop for three and Bishop knocks it down. Bishop now six points for the quarter, 14 for the game and it's a three point ball game here at Southern Cross Stadium. Yeah, and the Cats are making a comeback here and Christchurch really needs to just Settle and ride the ride the wave if you like, and get themselves back to what they were doing earlier. Inside to Wilkins. Oh, beautiful little hook shot up over the top of Bishop that time. Used her body beautifully then, protected the ball very well. As Wilkins gets her first points of the quarter, 12 for the game now for Wilkins. As Bishop goes to Bevelacqua, who drive hard at the basket, got it off the glass, tried to rebound it. Wilkins comes up with it, though. She wasn't ready for it. Well, she wasn't. She also took a pretty hard bump, which um, went unnoticed. But, you know, that was just a breakdown defensively from the Sirens to give her that open look. Augustine, Wilkins, Bates on the right-hand side. Looking around, Bates. Again goes back to the left. McMeekin Russo puts up a three-point attempt over the top of Wilkins and Bishop. Foul has been called on Bevilacqua. Yeah, look, Bevilacqua just tried to push her way through that screen and that situation. And really, you know, the responsibility is on the on her teammates, Bevilacqua's teammates, to start talking up that screen action so she can see it coming and get herself in a position to get slide through those screens. But um, she got caught out on that one. Timeout called by Kerry Graff. And the Canberra Transit Capitals here, five points down, 45 to 40. That's right, and Abby Bishop has been knocking him down from the perimeter, which is not something she's uh, renowned for. That's certainly giving the Capitals something different in their offensive look. Yeah, I had uh, Wilkins there for a three-point attempt. It was only a two, so my apologies for that error. As 45 plays 40, four minutes and 59 seconds in the 
third term left to play. And uh, another interesting, interesting quarter. Again, the Capitals look dominant, but they haven't been able to close the deficit, which has been set up by the Sirens. A 22-19 first quarter, a 20-15 second quarter. And here in the third quarter so far, it is a 6-3 Capitals favour. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, Sirens really, it's, you know, it, it, I hate to say it, but it doesn't look pretty at times, but they're certainly playing with a lot of desire and, you know, they're coming up with possession. There's been a couple of times where the Cats have given them an offensive board or what have you and they've had to play D again, you know. You just can't afford to do that. You really need to make sure that you come up with possession. The, the thing that's happening is Tracy Beattie and Abby Bishop are getting hands to the ball and it's coming loose. The guards are releasing early and not coming up with possession. Oh, Bishop gets a touch on it, but Augustine is good enough to get back there. Jacks up a left-handed shot from the right-hander. That is good. It's 47-40. Nice work by Augustine there. That was was. pretty to watch. She's got a really wiry sort of body. She doesn't seem to have a strong frame, but she's very wiry, so I think she'd be deceptively strong. Hurst getting away from Awkward, but Awkward soon finds her again on the 45. Abby Bishop gives her a good screen. Hurst. Jacks up the pass, gets a rebound, sitting on the floor, kicks it out to Bishop and then gives it to Bevilacqua. Into the corner, Abrams, look away, bounce pass to Hayes on the left lane. (laughs) She was, Wilkins comes up with it, carries it down, carries it all the way. Bishop has been called on the foul and Wilkins laughing as she picks herself up off the floor. Yeah, look, you know, at the, at the same time I said Bishop uh, was mugged and she was, but you've got to protect the ball better than that in the paint like that. So, uh, you know, just need to be a little bit more conscientious about who's around you and what's happening. Fourth personal foul now for Abby Bishop. A real concern. Two in this quarter. Annika Kerr sits down as the sirens go to the line and nothing but net from no. Donna Wilkins. <laughs> Three points for the quarter, 12 points for the game as the Caps watch her make the next. She's really 13 having an points for the game, the game, number 13. Donna Wilkins, she's doing a good job defensively, doing a good job on the board for him and scoring uh, some valuable points as well. As Bevilacqua goes to Abrams oh, through Beattie and this time Abrams just uh, managing to get the foul out of Donna Lofthagen. Uh, Donna Wilkins. I was wondering how long I'd go into the game. <laughs> Coach Graff did it in the interview before the game. But, uh, well, I guess I got through to uh, six minutes into the third term before I made that mistake. You've done well, Craig. And uh, it is the first personal foul on Wilkins tonight. Be unlikely she gets fouled out at that rate. Hurst now, looking around, lobs over the top. Gets the ball back from Beattie. She has the defence claps in on a Beattie. Now Beattie drives Great to the elbow and gets the shot. Look, it was a really good job by Tracy then. She just was very patient with the ball in her hand and made a nice big step round layup. Four points for Tracy Beattie today. 49 plays 42. Three minutes 35 left in the third term. Awkward. Awkward just uh, on the 45 right-hand side, running the clock down. As Awkward zigzags, leaves it behind. Now she's going to have to jack something up. 
Time is run out. Natalie Hurst's defence then, Michelle. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you could just see that. And this is what sort of looked like was happening in the first quarter for the Sirens, but they were managing to get the shots off because they're getting right down to the wire because the Caps' defence was intense and they were also just not very settled in what they were doing offensively. Inside to Beattie, outside to Hurst, across court to Bear Valacqua, who finds Hayes in the paint and Hayes opens her scoring. I know she doesn't. She's now four points for the game. <laughs> opens the scoring for the quarter. Yeah, look, Sirens have gone back into a zone and there was just a breakdown in communication there. Five points the difference here. 49-44, 2.48. Kingy out on the floor for the Sirens. Left-hand side goes to Bates. Bates tries to wrong foot Hurst. Hurst gets to the baseline, but Bates' shot just bounces off the rings and Abrams will take it all the way. No, she doesn't. She kicks it outside to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua pulls it into the paint, banks it in off the glass. Yeah. Again, this is what we saw happen in the second quarter where the Cats really started to get the momentum going their way. It looks like that's happening here again. Kerr's so they're going to have to do something about that. Kerr, Wilkinson and McMeek and Russo are about to sub in. That's what uh, Christchurch are going to do. <laughs> Kingy now, pressured by Beattie. Air bounce pass to Augustine who gets into the paint. Mug by Abrams and Beattie. They can raffle that. It'll probably be first is worth and that is Kelly Abrams who by my stat sheet will be picking up her first personal foul of the evening. Yeah, and you know, Lee Gooding's doing a job here. He recognised that the Caps' momentum was starting to swing their way and, you know, get some experience out there in Wilkins and McKeegan Rusco have played in the league before and have been doing a good job for him tonight. Augustine, well, stops that run with her third point of the night, rattles out and Hayes does the rebounding Hayes now, oh in trap, two on one but a foul being called in defence that time by Purcell, and that's just oh, actually no it's on Wilkins, it'd be on Wilkins and it's really just a silly foul you know, they're sitting in the bonus situation, the girls, you know Hayes has come up with a solid rebound and in the backcourt under their basket and to foul her there, she just walks you know, the 40 foot down the floor goes the foul line and, and does it in dead time. Certainly not what you want to be doing in a game where the momentum just swung your way. It is certainly 52-46. And walking the floor, Krista Hayes, too hard. Hits Maybe the it wasn't such a silly foul, back Greg. Of the <laughs> yeah. Second shot is in and... Hayes moves to five points for the game. As Awkward brings the ball down the floor, the subs are made. Purcell's been an interesting one. She gets the ball now on the right-hand side. Goes back to McMeek and Rusco. Rusco has to pull it back in, then drives down the right lane. Oh, jacks up the shot over the top of Bevelacqua and makes it. That was a tough little move, and she didn't have any other options available to her, and the clock was counting down. She eight, did a great job. Eight points for Rusco tonight. The Sirens lead by five, 52 to 47, as oh, Abrams wow. drives down the left lane and Purcell picks up a foul. That will be her third of the evening by my score. It yeah. is indeed. 
and again, the Capitals will go to the line in dead time here. Um, you know, I think one of the things that just watching the way that uh, New Zealand, sorry, Christchurch, are playing uh, defence tonight, one of the things they're going to have to adjust to is, I guess, the hold or the armbar defensively on the dribble penetration because they're getting caught quite a bit on that. So they'll need to adjust what they do. Oh, Abrams misses oh, both. That's unusual. Yes, it is. And they can't do the rebounding too, so Purcell carries it back for Christchurch. To the centre of the arc. Then jacks up a three off the back of the iron. Oh, great work by Annika Kerr, but she's been called for the charge on Natalie Hurst. I tell you what, Natalie Hurst, hasn't she been doing some work in the gym? I was interviewing her uh, on Wednesday night, and just the uh, tone on her arms and shoulders is just amazing. Yeah. I'm jealous, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, no, look, and, and that's one of the things that Natalie recognises. She's little out on the floor, so she has to be strong. And she's been working hard in the gym to get some strength to be able to, you know, play the physical game. Great Over spring. the top. It was good work. Awkward. Just absolutely reefs at the arm of Beattie. Eventually it was called. But the shot, well, it got nowhere near the ring in the end, so she'll go to the line to shoot too. Awkward, a, a strategic foul there. And she had no, no, no choice but to foul her and foul her hard and make sure she didn't make the layup. That was just a good set play, just a straight-up back screen set by Natalie Hurst on Tracy Beattie there and, you know, on Tracy Beattie's defence, I should say. Um, and just defensively, the sirens need to communicate that stuff. You shouldn't be able to, shouldn't get caught out like that. Well... Beatty has had a quiet night scoring-wise. She's now up to five points for the game. Check that six as she has a productive third term with four of those six points. Caitlin Cunningham must be asking what can she do to make a game here at the moment? Um, I don't know. It's, we thought that last year too, and I know Coach Graff isn't sure about Caitlin's defensive skills, but, gee, it's a, a tough one for the youngster as McMeek and Russo shoots up a three from the top of the arc oh Beattie that time and Hayes you could probably raffle who the foul was on on Purcell who did the rebounding it is going to be up against the 40 of Krista Hayes who picks up her first personal foul in the last minute of this third term and really the problem the Capitals had there was they allowed the um sirens to come up with the offensive board and had no op- no option but to foul her to stop the scoring. So, you know, do the job in the first place, box your player out and don't let him get those opportunities. Purcell makes the first and the second. So we're out again. 54 to 49. 40 seconds left to go in the third term. It's Christchurch leading the way here at the Southern Cross Stadium. Capitals basketball on sportradio.com.au. A- Abrams goes to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua gets it inside to Beattie, who is checked very hard by Kerr, but Beattie makes the shot and the points count. On 20 seconds left to go, it is awkward. Kerr working it out. Beattie now. winding down again, and they don't look like they've got any options here. Awkward going left, right, down the left lane, jacks up a shot. Hurst, oh, and Abrams, they left it almost. As Bevilacqua sets up, she had a foot inside the three-point arc. It doesn't drop. And at three-quarter time, it's a three-point ball game now. 54 plays 51. The sirens, though, with a 
a 12-point quarter, beaten by five, the Capitals having a 17 points. Yeah, and uh, I certainly thought, I'm actually, I thought at one stage there the Capitals were going to run right over the top of the Sirens, but they consolidated and, and stuck it out, you know. I think Graf will be happy with the um, with that quarter, much more happy about that quarter from the Capitals and just starting to see a little bit more of, I guess, what you expect from the Capitals in terms of their intensive defence, um, in their offensive plays, they're looking a little bit more settled and, and starting to find each other, if you like. So, um, you know, I think there's, there's still a lot, lot of time to go. There's another quarter to go and, and we'll be interesting to see whether the Sirens can ride the storm, if you like. Well, we'll take a break here on sportradio.com.au. Capitals basketball and be back with all the final quarter action in just a few moments. The final term underway here and uh, the Sirens leading by three, 54-51. It is awkward. McMeekin Rusco has the ball. Awkward looking to make a move, but the ball went to Kerr in the paint. Speedy pulls down the rebound, gives it to Hurst. Hurst goes into the paint, backs away. In the corners, Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua drives hard, knocks down Annika Kerr. Abrams on another flash cut, lobs it over the top to Beatty. Oh, that was showtime. That was definitely showtime. And, you know, Tracy did a good job. Kelly did a great job to find her, and Tracy did a good job of finishing it off. Yeah, it was uh, party tricks. Kerr over the top to Awkward. Awkward's reverse layup doesn't land. Abram slaps it away to Hurst and Hurst brings it down the right-hand side. Looking. Oh, Hurst goes for a three as they give a room. McMeekin Russo, she saw her hit a couple of threes at the beginning of the game. They gave her a space again and she pulled the trigger. That's right. And you really can't, regardless of how well she is or isn't shooting in any game, you can't give Natalie Hurst that much space from the perimeter. And, you know, this is dangerous time for the Sirens now. It is indeed. As Wilkins backs into the paint, tries to jack up the shot and will be fouled by Krista Hayes and that will be Hayes' second personal foul as well time out by the sirens sirens. and that's a very quick time out what's that, a minute 25 seconds into the fourth turn, he doesn't like what he's seeing with the Capitals now Ahead. And I think he's also making some subs on this. I think Augustine will come back into the lineup. Um, you know, and uh, it's one of those things, you know, if he hadn't have, the momentum, you know, we probably hoped that the momentum would be stopped at three quarter time with the break there. Obviously not. It's continued on. He's got to do something to try and, and stop the momentum of the Capitals. It's, uh, you know, we know what this stadium's like. When they get on a roll and the crowd gets behind them, they're pretty hard to stop. Importantly, he's now used two of his, ty- of his three timeouts in this half. So coming down to the stretch, if it's a close game, he's only got one more choice to uh, change up the tempo of the game. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's why they pay him the big bucks, isn't it, to make those decisions? Well, you <laughs> played in a time where you had uh, two timeouts, but I think you had unlimited... 10-second uh, timeouts? No, we, no we didn't. I, my time, Craig, was way back when we only had two halves and we didn't have the quarter. Oh, okay. And you got your two timeouts a half plus an extra one for your, for your um, extra time. So, yeah. <laughs> and no right. TV timeouts. <laughs> well, we have, have a few of them this season already and the ABC hasn't started filming yet. That's right. <laughs> Going to the line is Wilkins. Now, Wilkins has changed jumpers here. She's in the 15 now. 
of course, the 15 in number that uh, Lauren Jackson used to wear in the Capitals. But uh, Wilkins now out in the 15. I'm not sure why. But I think she, it's the blood. she makes one from two, does oh. Wilkins. As the turnover is affected, the Caps just couldn't quite get it together. Kerr no. gives it to McMeek and Rusko. Then it's Wilkins. Lobs over the top to Kerr. Kerr can't pull it in. And it will be the Caps fall from the baseline. Yeah, look, the sirens out of that timeout have come out in a half-court trap. It's like it's a 1-2-2 half-court trap that they're running there and it just disrupted the Caps in the first. Rusko trying to hassle Abrams. Then goes Bevilacqua Abrams. Then back to Hurst. That's a Hayes. Abrams going inside to Beatty. Came off the last hands of Augustine and the Caps will get the ball back. So... Now the Caps are ahead. You think it'll stay that way. Beatty, Abrams, Bevelak was a long way from home. Hurst goes into the paint. Hurst tries to take him on and makes the shot. Wilkins, I think, has been called for the foul. What was... I can't pick up that signal there. I'm not sure, I'm not sure either. We're not in the great position here to be able to, to see, see stuff from this end. But, Wilkins you know. now on four personal fouls. Natalie's um, doing an excellent job of putting the ball on the on the ground and penetrating and riding some of that physical attention that she's getting. You were looking at the stats there. Is there anything else that caught your eyes at three-quarter time? Oh, just again, you know, the sirens are keeping themselves in this through a good shooting percentage and uh, it's dropped a little, but they're still at 45% almost. And they've also um, out-rebounding the Capitals, so... They continue to do that. Possession, you know, is important in this game. Natalie Hurst, six points for the quarter, has got the Caps out to a four-point advantage. Hurst now did some great work down in the defensive end. She hooks up with Tracy Beattie to set up Beattie underneath the basket. And Beattie now moves to four points for the quarter, 12 points for the game. 61 plays 55. The Capitals starting to put the foot on the neck of the sirens. Certainly is, and they've come up with possession here again. They've got numbers down the floor. Hurst looks for the corner, finds Abrams, fakes the three. Oh, had Wilkins back away from her. She puts up the shot. Beattie goes into heavy traffic and gets the put back. Beattie's starting to become a factor in this game, you know. They're starting to find, do a better job of finding her inside with the pass and the feed, and uh, she's also doing a good job of running the floor for him. Yeah, it's awkward with the ball. It's uh, Hurst with 17 points. Bishop and Beatty now with 14 apiece. Beatty with six points so far in this. 12 points in the second half, Michelle. Yeah, she's come alive, hasn't she? She's really doing a good job getting stuff on the boards and uh, just finding a way to the basket in terms of getting good position in there. Ball goes out over the side as... Awkward sits down. That brings Bates in. Bates jacks up a three. It's off the side of the iron. Good work there. Bevelacqua didn't secure the ball. Kerr taps it away. Augustine tries to jack over a hook on the baseline. It doesn't fall, but Bates comes up with a rebound. Now, Donna Wilkins passes it to Hayes. The crowd's laughing as Abrams puts the way up in. Wilkins was extremely disappointed, but... Hayes wasn't a teammate last year. I don't think the crowd quite realised that. No. They were laughing, thinking that she'd pass it to a teammate, but <laughs> she wouldn't have known Krista Hayes except for the links. That's exactly right. Yeah. Wilkins and Hayes are going at it now. As Bates gets it on the sideline, bumps away Hurst, then works around the arc, gets hooked by Beattie, and Beattie's going to be called for the foul. Yeah. That will be 
beat his third personal. Probably not one they needed either. I mean, not only is it beat his third, but they had him down to three seconds on the shot clock. So, you know, probably not one they want. But, hey, Capitals have come out, you know, 10-point lead in four and, a, four and a quarter minutes of this half. So um, 12 points in this half to one. Yeah. It is a, a pretty telling tale, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, it's just dried right up for the sirens, hasn't it? So, uh, you know, they, I think, you know, the, the fact that the Capitals have really, it's the defence that's done it for them. They've really just stepped up their intensity and they create stuff out of their defence when they're working well as a defensive unit and securing the ball. You know, they're waiting now for the ball to come. They've got Tracy or whoever, you know, knocking the ball loose. They're actually, the guards are waiting to secure the rebound before they start to fill the lanes. In the first half, they weren't doing that. They were taking off too early. So, uh, you know, Caps will be happy with the way they've turned this around. Sirens, you know, 10 points is not... um insurmountable in five and a half minutes. No, we've still got plenty of time, five job, minutes and 46. And uh, as we know, they've got their injury concerns in the uh, fact that Warburton didn't get to play. Lisa Warburton is sitting on the bench in her suit. In fact, uh, out of this timeout, she's sort of hobbling back to her seat yeah. as uh, the other of the Purcells, um, Charmaine Purcell, is uh, sitting on the bench as well, not suiting up tonight. Kerr gets the inbound ball as Bevilacqua manages just to get the body, head and arms in the way of the pass going to McMeek and Rusco and it will see the ball out over the baseline again. 21 seconds left on the shot clock as Bates brings it back in. McMeek and Russo. Augustine Wilkins on the floor for the Sirens. Bates now working around the perimeter, puts a thumb in the air, and a travel has been called. Did you see that? Yeah, she just flat out changed her pivot put on that situation. So, uh, you know, that's, that's a pretty basic fundamental error there. And, and that shows, you know, the Capitals' pressure is starting to tell, take a toll on the girls and they're making simple mistakes like that. It's a 10-point ball game here for the Capitals. As Hurst, oh, she left the pass behind. It was a bit hot. Going around the perimeter, Purcell is watching her. As she, oh, hooks back. That time it was a travel. And uh, Lee Gooding, he was up like a light yeah, then. He was, then he, he was. said, thanks very much for the uh, call there. <laughs> he, he's talking to Drew Mead now and going, you caught that one and missed this one here. The other ref called it. But that's yeah. why there's three. Well, that is why there was three, but in all honesty, Drew Mead wasn't in a position to be able to see through the defence, I think, to call that one, so, you know, As it was definitely a travel. Augustine now gives the ball off to Bates for nine seconds, eight seconds left, nothing going on, and a five-second call. So, again, the defence is... Um, it's really, yeah. they're really struggling against the pressure now. Five-second call. Lee Gooding is having a few more words with Drew Mead now. As, uh, well, Hurst looking around, gives it off to Abrams. Abrams gives it to Beatty. Beatty hands off to... Uh, Ab uh, to uh, oh, gee, it's too many hands for me. It was <laughs> off to Abrams. Abrams gets it back to Beatty. Gives it to Bevelacqua, who jacks up the shot. It doesn't fall. And Christchurch, awkward, pulls up a three-point bomb. Hayes pulls in the rebound. Gives it off to Bevelacqua, all by herself. Lays it in. 
was just good fortune for uh, Tully Bevelacqua. She was struggling to get that down the floor, and Hayes pulls up a rebound, and uh, she's standing at half court. Yeah, 12 points for Bevelacqua tonight. I make her with uh, four points now for this quarter. Wilkins looking around as it's a 67, plays 55 ball game. Wilkins makes the basket from the drive on the baseline and is fouled in the act of shooting. That one going against uh, Tracy Beatty, her fourth personal foul. So getting down to four minutes left, and Beatty would be concerned now she's up to four. Yeah, she would, but um, you know she's in the game, which is in the first half she wasn't really in the game, and she's now sort of starting to make a presence. Donna Wilkins is having a good game for the Sirens. She's been a consistent um, contributor. Here they go again. They're extending their press, looking to double any opportunity they can. Hurst has to work long, gets it to Hayes. Hayes in the left corner, goes back outside to Hurst, round the perimeter. Abrams goes to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua gets it to Hayes, but it's left through her hands. Hurst had to go back and find it. Abrams now gets it inside to uh, Hayes. Hayes gets mugged, no call. Hayes tries to pull it back in as Augustine and Awkward bring it down the right wing. Augustine gets it back from Awkward, takes it into the paint. Shot, block shot by Beatty. Well, she looked like she might have taken a knock there, but she's recovered. So. 9.4 games, 67, plays 58. Caps with the ascendancy, three minutes left. Abrams holding in the corner. Bevelacqua, oh, just lost the ball there momentarily. But Beatty finds it inside and Beatty lays it in. That was just a nice reversal there. And what that did was enable Tracy to slip, the player got caught offside and just slipped through that. Lance, Natalie Hurst. Great job, Natalie Hurst. She recovered. Puts the jump shot in the paint. And Natalie Hurst, eight points for the quarter and the Caps out two. And a 13-point lead. Their biggest lead of the game. The Caps, 71, 58, two minutes, 35. Awkward, over the top. Hayes taps it away, but it goes to Bates. Bates pull-up jumper, fouled by Bevelacqua in the act of shooting. She'll go to shoot to Bevelacqua with her fourth personal foul. She's been consistent, one in each quarter. <laughs> yeah, and the Caps are out by 13 points now. There's two and a half minutes to go. Um, you know, it's a big ask for the Sirens to get themselves back into it, particularly when they don't seem to have anything, uh, any sort of rhythm happening for them. So, uh, Caps, you'd have to think are feeling pretty safe on this one, but they need to play smart. They've got 14 fouls. They certainly don't want to be sending the Sirens to the line in dead time. Bates makes one from two as Hurst brings the ball back up the floor. Hurst over the top to Beatty, who's on the perimeter. Hand off. Wilkinson gets a touch on it. Hurst has to find it again. Hayes, Bevelacqua, rejected by Bates. Good work by the uh, nice block. number 12. Purcell kicks it to the left-hand side. McMeekin, Rusko. Been a bit quiet in the second half. Wilkinson hasn't, though. Hayes blocks the shot, and Abrams comes up with it. Abrams takes a while to get rid of that ball, eventually gives it to Beatty, then to Bevelacqua. Hurst has an eternity, goes back to Abrams now. They're running this clock down. Hurst and Bevelacqua raffling it. Hurst puts up the three and nails it. That's right. She didn't want the open look. She decided she'd nail the one over the hand. As... McMeek and Rusko now trying to start something up. One minute, 38. 
74 plays, 59. Beattie will sit down as she just stepped across into McMeekin Russo. As Sinclair and Benny coming back into the game. Well, Beattie, her fifth three in the final term. 16 points for the game by my score. Yeah, she's had a terrific second half, Tracy. I mean, she's fouled out, but full credit to her. She really came out in that second half and, and contributed at both ends of the floor for the Cats. Sinclair goes out there now as McMeek and Rusco makes the first. But in, in the end, it was, it's been a 23 points to 12 quarter for the Capitals dominating this last turn. Hurst pulled up the dribble just in the backcourt. Had to go long to Benny. Benny comes back to Hurst at the circle. Goes to Abrams, then back to Hurst. Abrams sets up in the corner. Hurst is looking to get to her. Purcell reaching in. Stops the clock. And that will mean the Caps will get the ball from the side. And, and the sirens have been called repeatedly for that sort of hand check defence. So I was certain that they'll take the tapes away. I don't know whether they got caught for it last night or not, but they'll certainly take the tape away tonight and then make some adjustments. Benny had Augustine come to her, tried to push the pass into Abrams, cutting baseline. Wilkins good enough to get back there. Kicks it on to Augustine. Augustine gets called for a travel as Hurst gets a hand on the ball. Hurst, she's claiming a starting spot in this side, I have to tell you. <laughs> she certainly has. She's had a good night out tonight. She's uh, been very effective for them. Benny goes backwards to Abrams. Abrams just talking to Nat Hurst now as Abrams gets it in the front court on the perimeter. One minute left. Bounce pass into Hayes. Hayes goes outside to Benny. Benny drives down the left wing then backs away. Bounce pass inside to Sinclair. Hook shot is good. And nice. Sinclair gets her first points for the night. Nice sweet baby hook there from Pete Sinclair. Long three-point bomb, McMeek and Marceau puts up an air ball, falls into the lap of Abrams. Purcell almost knocks her off the ground. In fact, uh, then Bates gets the uh, body check. Abrams just drops the shoulder in like she was still playing for the East Lake Demons, <laughs> as she did a few years ago. And it will draw the foul. Abrams picked up only her second of the game. And it does mean, because it is now the sixth foul in the quarter, that... Uh, Bates will walk to the line. She missed one from two in the last trip here. She makes the first and looks a lot more uh, confident, a lot more convincing, I should say, with that one. Second one is good. She moves to seven points for the game as it's 76 plays, 63, 30 seconds left. Lob over the top, Sinclair. Sinclair looking around. She was standing for a long while then. No call. Hurst. Just wandering around. 16 seconds. Five on the shot clock. Inside to Hayes. Hayes jacks up the shot off the back of the iron. Augustine wraps it up. Gives it to Wilkins. Wilkins, what she will she do? She pulls up on the three-point arc. Hayes crashes into her. Then strips the ball from her. Oh, well... I said worst call of the year <laughs> earlier. I think it's been surmounted. Hayes jumped into the, the ball into Wilkins that time. Game's over. Wilkins jacks up the shot late. She will be disappointed with the refereeing once again. Yeah, the, uh, the Capitals really... I mean, Sirens had a pretty good first half. You know, they did a lot of... Uh, worked hard. They went to the boards hard and... Uh, 
didn't never really looked comfortable offensively, I'd have to say. They seemed to be relying on individual play rather than team effort. And I think what happened was the Caps in the second half just really picked up their defensive intensity, worked out a couple of the players a little bit and worked out how to play against them and, and the momentum swung and away you go. There were a couple of times earlier in the in the third quarter where I saw the Cats would really start to run over the top. But they hung in there for a bit, but in the last quarter just... Uh, you know, it was game over, really. Donna Wilkins just yelling at her teammates there to tell them to come in tight. She wanted to have a few words with them. She's not the captain of this team, but she certainly is the, one of the uh, major leaders of the club. She's in there now having a chat to them, just talking about a few of the things that happened on court tonight. And they certainly weren't disgraced going down by 13 points in the end, 76 263. We'll hear from the coaches and all the stats here in just a few moments. This is the Capitals Basketball on sportradio.com.au Oh, as Craig's heading over to see if he can catch up with some of the coaches and the players. Um, uh, you know, Christchurch Sirens really took it to the Capitals, so it's full credit to them, but it never looked comfortable for them, and I think that that was uh, probably in the end the, just the level of uh, pressure and intensity that the Capitals have managed to apply just really took toll on the Christchurch Sirens. Wilkins had a good outing. She ended up with 17 points, um, took a knock to her elbow, and looked like she was pretty uncomfortable with that, but she continued to provide some good opportunities and played some really tough defence for them. But Keegan Rusko with 10 and Awkward with 12. Now, she had nine in the first quarter, and the Capitals managed to settle, set, um, uh, stop her and, and work her out a little bit in that coming down the stretch. So the Capitals, again, Natalie Hurst, leading scorer, 22 points. Tracy Beattie came alive in that second half, had a fantastic uh, contribution at both ends of the floor, and she ended up with 16 for the game. Bev Lackles, 12. Abby Bishop with 14. She spent quite a bit of time on the bench in that second half. So overall, I guess the Capitals would be happy with that win. Probably not happy with the first half performance, but certainly um, glad to come away with a win going into what will be a difficult couple of weeks. I'm hoping that Craig's able to actually catch up with uh, Carrie, but I haven't been able to get his attention yet to see whether he's got anyone. He's still wandering around out there. And Capitals are off to play Sydney, who they lost to last week, so they'll be looking to take some form that they gained in the second, he um, second half tonight there for the game on Wednesday evening and uh, look to continue. Sydney's got great now. Won't be a moment, Michelle. We'll have uh, Kelly Abrams, the captain of the Transact Capitals, with us. Kelly, congratulations. Another... Well, a good win, that second half, a lot better than the first. Yeah, it was. I mean, we had to lock down defensively. You know, we, we could let them concede too many points in the first quarter, like 22 or something like that. And, you know, it's always difficult when you have to come from behind. You've been crook. In fact, a few of your teammates just maybe sitting out of the game with this flu that's going around. How are you feeling now? Oh, yeah, look, I'm starting to feel, you know, probably 90%. And, um, you know, I think the same with Tully. She's probably about 90% as well. But... You know, that aside, we've just got to find ways to win with or without, you know, our, our scorer. Hectic start to the season before you go to Russia with uh, the old mates, the Sydney Uni, playing midweek. Yeah, look, I think we'll be looking forward to it. We'll probably be better prepared this time round. And, um, you know, we definitely want to get the win next week to set us up with a one-on-one -on -one so we can, um, you know, look to get the, um, the split with them next time we play them. Congratulations on a good win tonight. Thanks. 
just managed to get the stats, and then you have a look at that, you know, in the second, uh, sorry, the third and fourth quarter, Capitals outscored Christchurch 17-12 and 25-9 coming down the stretch, which is a pretty um, important quarter for them. The other thing that's noticeable is that the Sirens out-rebounded the Capitals 33-31, and we're going back to break now with Lee. Well, Lee Gooding, another frustrating end to a match that uh, you had control of, certainly, in that first half. Yeah, we had control of for most of the game, so it was um, yeah pretty disappointing to uh, finish the way we finished. Yeah, um, to be leading at three quarter time and playing pretty well, and then to uh, to give it away the way we did was um, frustrating. Yes, it is uh, always a tough road trip into Canberra. At the end, it looked like maybe a little bit of fatigue setting in. Particularly to the uh, imports who they were running, but they just didn't have the same spring in their step as they did at the beginning of the game. Yeah, probably. Um, I know they're not 100% uh, in shape, so that could be a contributing factor. I think it's more we didn't handle the pressure from the Canberra girls, the, the guards who are very experienced in Hurst, Bevilacqua and Abrams, and I think they caused us a few problems defensively and got the girls a bit flustered and I think the inexperience down the stretch having to execute under pressure and make good passes with a little fatigue didn't help. Donna Wilkins took a heavy hit there just before half time. Obviously some concerns about that elbow as you go forward. Yeah, look, she was a bit sore and she said she couldn't couldn't work it when she had to shoot the free throws, so it didn't seem to operate how it should, so that was um, a little bit of a worry. But, you know, she fought on and got out there in the second half and and battled through it. She's been sick all week, so I think maybe a little bit of conditioning with her as well. Probably came back to Horner at the end of the game. But we probably played her more than we really wanted to this weekend. Losing, losing Lisa Warbutton uh, didn't help us last night. Yeah. Well, a frustrating weekend, but you get to do it all again next week. We do, we do. We have uh, three row doubles in a row, so uh, we've got a, a nice challenge to start the year. But we're getting better, and you know, we, I think we showed some good things tonight, and uh, hopefully we can carry them forward to... Um, the next road trip. That was 10-15% better than even the AAS last night? Yeah, I think it might have been more than that, maybe 20% better for you know three quarters. I thought our defence was uh, exceptional on the um, quite talented uh, ACT Canberra team and uh, we only just fell away in the last quarter. So, uh, yeah, I'd say probably another 20% better than that one last night. All the best for the rest of the season. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thanks very much to Lee Gooding, the coach of the Christchurch Sirens. We'll make our way over to Kerry Graff now, Michelle, as uh, Graffy's signing a few autographs on the uh, court at the moment. So, uh, won't be a second, we'll speak with Kerry Graff, who's, uh, well, now got two wins, one loss, not a bad start of the season, going up against your old team, the Sydney Uni Flames. Yeah, look, it's, um, you know, credit to Christchurch. I think they had the better of us for two and a, two and a half of those quarters. I think we, you know, obviously the last quarter... Tracy Beatty engaged and got involved. I think our defence, we made some good adjustments in that second half. And, you know, I think they, they made some huge shots in that first half. So, um, you know, still not happy with the way we're rebounding the ball. But to come out, you know, I don't think it, it was 13-point difference. It was probably a, you know, five- or seven-point ball game. But right now we'll take wins anyway. We can get them. Now off to uh, Russia after Sydney. That's uh, going to be an interesting trip. You pick up a couple of handy tools in uh, Kayla Francis, who now has the uh, WNBL defensive uh, rebounding record, and also Mariana Tola, who's uh, an, an outright star, or will be an outright star. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, it's, it, it'll be a great experience for them. It'll be great for us to have them as part of our group. Add a couple of bigs 
to our um, group. You know, they've had a massive year with two world juniors, but I think it's um, you know credit to Dean for um, you know allowing them to play, and, and hopefully that'll be part of their part of their maturing process to go away with the senior women's team and and to play another international tournament. What a shame! A week and a half of hard recruiting of a couple of. Uh graduating players to the AOS. Yeah, well, it, it's you know for us it's not about recruiting. I mean, it was a Basketball Australia initiative. We wanted to get some other Opals to play with us so we could go into that tournament at you know international strength. But um, you know, look, hopefully the you know the girls will enjoy the experience and uh, you know we'd love to have players like that on our team. But every team in the league is going to be after those two, so I don't know that we're going to be in with any uh, any you know hands up first. So where's the team at as you go to Sydney? You've played them once already this year. You're travelling at 75, or are you at 80 um, percent? I don't even know that we're that far along. I mean, obviously Bibby will be back. I mean, we, you know, she's still got no gas, so hopefully we can get a couple of good practices out of her. And you know, she'll add some. You know, she definitely had some offence to our group and some energy. And um, you know, I think that it was a, a good grind out win tonight. You know, we're, we're not playing pretty ball right now, and nor nor do we expect to. But um, you know, we gotta we gotta change some things that we did against Sydney a week or so ago, and see if we can get that one back. All the best for that. Thanks, mate. So we've heard from both the coaches now and it's interesting to hear Lee Gooding talking about the failure of the um, Christchurch Sirens to execute under pressure and in that last quarter they racked up seven turnovers. The uh, Cats had been leading the turnover tally for the entire game but in that last quarter they managed to um, you know, force the, the Sirens into a lot more, um, into a lot of, under a lot of pressure and force the mistakes out of them. Uh, the other interesting stat that I've picked up here is that if you look down at the um, shooting percentage from the first half, the Christchurch Sirens were shooting at 50% and that dropped to 37%. Great, great result in the uh, in the end there, but it took a half for you to get going. It did take quite some time. They did the same thing to AIS last night, so I mean they're gonna, they're, they're a quality outfit and they're going to stick with teams. A lot of. Uh, well, a lot of good hard battling with uh, Annika Kerr there. And certainly yeah. Annika loves coming here to play. I'm sure she does, and I dislike playing against her. Um, yeah, probably my all-time dislike player to play against. Uh, she's just tough, and she gets it done. She, what she doesn't have in height, she makes up with in brawn. Well, off to Sydney now, and uh, some unsettled business after the opening game of the season. Yeah, the opening game of the season wasn't terribly pretty. And we hope to make up for that and uh, pre- uh, get in uh, a decent game for preparation for Russia. So, Well, all the best for that. Thank you. As uh, Tracy Beattie, I was hoping to get to the top scorer there in uh, Natalie Hurst, Michelle, but I can't see where Nat's just disappeared to at the moment. So we might try and see if we can't speak to Tally Bevilacqua. As uh, Tally signing a few more autographs here, but Tally Bevilacqua... Congratulations! Another good, solid win. Yes, it was a it was a good win in the end. Um, you know, I think we probably need to go back and have a look why we uh, allowed them to, you know, have such a a lead on us. I guess for most of the game, um, you know, I think we started out with good intensity. They hit some really tough shots. I thought in the first half, shot about fifty odd percent, but um, still a little too close for comfort. <laughs> yeah. Good to get the win. Yeah, go up against Sydney there on Wednesday night. How have you found all these midweek games? Um, I like them because it means I don't have to practice. <laughs> I'd rather play than, than practice. But, um, you know, some good things that come out tonight is, uh, you know, Natty Hurst. She's um, playing some excellent basketball and, uh, you know, she's a future of this club and it's great to see her stepping up and 
providing the spark that we need to, to get over the line. Jess Bibby would be wondering if she's going to get a spot back the way Natalie's going. She's <laughs> scored the last two games. I and know, yeah. a lot of good work on the floor. She has, and, um, you know, I mean, we're just... You know, we'll be looking forward to getting Bibby back on, you know, back in uniform and uh, off the sidelines with that bug. But um, I mean, you know, when you can have a good, have a win without one of your main offensive players as well, then um, that all looks good for the future. We've got Sydney on Wednesday. That's going to be a big test. Um, obviously, they knocked us off here at home, but you know, we're looking to go into this Russia break three and one, and not uh, two and two. All the best for that. Thanks, mate. Thanks very much to Tally Bevelacqua. And it's interesting what Tully was saying. I mean, she's experienced and she realises that there's still some way to go for the Capitals and that, um, you know, it's good to get the win, but that they still have to, um, you know, do some work on making sure that they're locking teams down early in the game and not relying on running over a group in the, in the second half. And, and, you know, and they're missing Jeff Bibby out of the group. She'll come back in and regardless of whether Nat starts or whether she goes back to the bench or whatever happens with that situation, they've just got such a good guard rotation in Abrams Bevilacqua, Hurst and Bibby that they can, you know, mix it up and, um, and and the other thing that they have with that group is that, you know, Abrams can play some solid defence on um, on a bigger player and so that gives them some versatility in terms of offensively running with a small group but not losing too much defensively with it. Yeah. I thought it was interesting too, they did give Benny a, a fair few minutes in that first half too, when they were under the pump, so she got important minutes when they were trying to work back. Yeah, she did, and uh, I think, you know, she'll grow into the game, and she's certainly going to be a role player for the Capitals, and it's just going to take some time for her to, I guess, uh, mature and get the experience that she needs to be able to contribute um, more when she's out there in that, during that time. Well, Michelle, a pleasure working with you again here on Sport Radio for Capitals Basketball. We have a break now until we are back with the Townsville Caps game in, uh, what is it, just over two weeks' time. Two weeks' time, that's right, yep. So looking forward to that one. Townsville will be a little bit different look. They've lost Kerr and they lost someone else, and I can't think of who it was <laughs> off the top of my head, but it'll be interesting having seen Townsville Well, they had Brassard retire, That's right, yeah. that's right. And she was, you know, so they're two big, two big names out of that group, Brassard and Kerr, so it'll be interesting to see what they've got to bring we'll, to the table. It will be indeed. Tonight it was the Capitals coming back. 76 to 63. On behalf of Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig Ravel wishing you a very good evening on Caps Basketball on sportradio.com.au.